1080, FM 95.1, KYMN Northfield. It's about 13, or excuse me, 18 away from uh, 9 o'clock. Coming up at 9, it's National Security This Week with your host, John Olson. But right now, we have a very special guest in our studio. We talked a few years ago with... uh, what was at that time Deputy Undersecretary of the U.S. Navy, Jody Green, who is a uh, Northfield High School graduate, a townie here, and we'd like to welcome you back as a, uh, I guess a retired person. You, you weren't actually military, though, before that or immediately before that, were you? Yes, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be back here in Northfield. Always good to be home to see family and friends and, of course, to be here for such a special event. But absolutely, I was actually in the Air Force, active duty in the Air Force before I transitioned to become a civilian in the Department of the Navy. All right. Let's talk about what you have done since the last time you were in. You were into uh, for the christening of the USS Minneapolis-St. Paul. You're back this time for the actual commissioning of that ship. And we'll get into the details on that in just a moment or so. But you have uh, retired from your position as the Deputy Undersecretary. Uh, Tell us about that and give us a little timeline. Sure, yes. Thank you. So um, May of May 19 of 2021, I decided to um, take an early retirement from the Department of Defense uh, after 31 years of service. So it gives me an opportunity to, to focus on family and to do some other things. So I've been doing some consulting, staying, of course, um, very in tune with national security issues, um, still working in Washington, D.C., um, but but focusing now more on on consulting vice the actual inside government look. You know, you get to a, a point in your life where you're, you're changing into, I guess, a, a different stage of your life. That's always uh, an interesting and exciting time. Do, do you feel, it, I guess, you had a lot of responsibilities. Do you, is there a bit of a relief now that it's done or at least a, a lessening of stress? For sure. So it took me probably two or three months to just to sleep through the night and to not be, you know, anxious and focused. Um, and absolutely, there is so much that that one is responsible for um, when you serve in the military and government. And it took me a while to basically breathe and recognize that I had some some time now and space to to focus on other things. But that being said, I still very much stay in touch with everybody. Focus. I still love the Navy, love the Department of Defense, love our nation. So stay very much tied to it. But now I just don't have to be in the middle of every decision. All right. You don't have to go to the Pentagon every day. Do you still live in that area? Yes. Yeah, so we live in Annapolis, Maryland, which is about 31 miles from the Pentagon. But literally, I did that drive for 28 years of my life. And I haven't missed it for the last year. I can tell you that. <laughs> Not commuting is like the best part of uh not commuting, I guess. Uh, let, let's talk about the USS Minneapolis-St. Paul. You, you're here for the christening. Over the course of, that was, what, about three years ago, I want to say? Yes, so the commissioning, the christening was in 2019. That's correct, and that mm-hmm. was in Wisconsin. And the commissioning is coming up uh, in Duluth over the weekend. Uh, in that time, what do they do with the ship? I was a little bit confused when Rich was telling me, it's like, did, didn't she already you know, throw the champagne bottle on it or something? Uh, uh, but there is a difference, and, and there's uh, a reason why it's three years later. That's right. So the christening is where you, you know, put the champagne bottle on the side of the ship, and the ship actually gets launched into the water, at which time now she's in the water doing sea trials, getting ready. They continue to work on her and finish finish the ship. At a certain point in time between the christening and the commissioning, um, the Navy 
basically accepts the ship and now starts testing her, doing sea trials. So she's been out in the water, making sure she's ready for acceptance um, and ready to be an active ship in the United States Navy. And so that's what the commissioning is Um, this Saturday in Duluth. At 10 a.m., it will be bringing the ship to life. That will actually be my command as the ship sponsor. And the crew will man the decks of the ship. And then the Littoral Combat 20, um, Ship 21, USS Minneapolis-St. Paul, will then become a member of the United States Navy's fleet. And you are here as the sponsor of the uh, of the ship. And that's got to be, number one, a great honor. And it's going to be a lifelong responsibility, too. Tell us about that end of it. So it is an incredible honor. The Secretary of the Navy bestows. Um, it's his decision to bestow on, on women. And there's a sponsor for every ship has been so since the beginning of time, essentially, as we've had U.S. ships in the United States. And so um, you are the, the spirit, the protector. Um, you are to sort of endow your personality onto the ship, and it's your responsibility to be with the ship for the life of it. So in this case, a littoral combat ship, 25 to 30 years. Um, you interact with the crew frequently. You work to try to connect the crew to its namesake city, so in this case, Minneapolis-St. Paul and Minnesota. And you go to important events that the ship has along its way. Um, throughout its time. Boy, that's a lifetime of responsibilities. You know, I don't mean to get too personal into this, but is that is that a paid gig for the rest of your life, or is that all of the goodness no, in your heart? No, that is, that is not a paid gig, and nor <laughs> should it be, honestly, because truly, it's it's the honor is mine in this case, and so to, be, to have that honor, to be able to engage with sailors, um, it's just spectacular, and, and obviously, we have you know, under 300 active ships in the United States Navy, so there are, you know, only less than, the, you know, those number of sponsors um, plus retired um, ships that are, you know, women that are out there, and it's an important role that they play. And so to me, just a delight. And having been the Deputy Undersecretary of the Navy, being able to know the details, very much the details of the policies, the, the technologies, what these sailors are working with, and then now to be on the outside and work with them as a sponsor is just, just true, a true honor. We're talking once again with uh, Jody Green, who is the former Deputy Undersecretary of the United States Navy. She is in Minnesota uh, for the uh, commissioning of the USS Saint Paul, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul. We'll get to more of that in just a moment or so. She's in town here because she's a local and is back a visit, visiting family, and we thank her for uh, taking for taking a few minutes and being with us. Let's go back to the USS Minneapolis-St. Paul. You'd mentioned that it is a combat ship. Can you give us an idea of what it's used for, uh, when it will, it will be uh, going into use, maybe in a combat situation? I, I suppose you can't really predict the future there, but... Uh, Sure. Here's an so, idea of what it's for. Absolutely. So a littoral combat ship, and so we short for LCS, um, it is 387 feet long. It can go upwards of 45 knots, and it has a shallow draft. Um, the United States Navy, when they made the decision to purchase littoral combat ships, the idea was that it would be able to go into the littorals, so that is the, the close shore um, to be able to go all over the world, um, doing anything from security cooperation. So that means engaging with other navies of other nations. Having a smaller ship than some of our larger ships helps do that because not every nation has such large ships as we do. Um, also humanitarian missions. Um, so going into places and and assisting when, when uh, crises happen. And then also actually in some of the headlines of, of other littoral combat ships that have been out of the Navy's fleet, in South America, doing um, counter piracy. 
piracy, counter drug operations. So these ships are very agile and can be all over the world. In this case, the Minneapolis-St. Paul will be home ported out of Mayport, Florida. So once we commission her on on Saturday, she'll sail down to Florida where she'll be home ported. And then as she operates, she'll operate out of Florida. I think it's important just to note, though, that um, every ship is critical in the United States Navy. Um, we have obviously a lot of competition. We're in, the United States is a maritime nation. We need those vessels. They just go out and symbolize United States Navy power. So um, no matter what she's doing, she'll be called upon. And I know the sailors of the Minneapolis-St. Paul will represent us well. And looking forward to the commissioning this weekend. And for we have listeners out there, perhaps even some Navy veterans. We actually have a Navy veteran sitting out in our lobby right now. And John Olson, who's up in just a few minutes with national security this week. But is that a service a ceremony? Is it open to everyone? Can, can the general public, uh, whether you be a Navy veteran or just somebody of interest, uh, can they go to it? So um, the Navy League, who's responsible for, for managing that and the United States Navy, there were they opened up tickets, um, but they quickly filled up for the in-person, so we're expecting over 4,000 people at the commissioning. Um, However, they are um, making sure that people can view it online and also maybe some viewing sites in Duluth. So it is expected to be a a big, um, widely attended event. We are going to have senior representatives from from Minnesota there, um, senior leaders in the political um, side, also in in the mayoral side from all the cities, and then, of course, the Um, people both down here and up in Duluth. And so if you Google Minneapolis-St. Paul, you'll be able to find out how you can view that online. All right. Yeah, I would think that uh, because we don't have a big opportunity for things like this to happen in Minnesota, I would imagine there's more commissioning and such in in Florida and California and out on the coasts uh, up here in the upper Midwest. It's it's very seldom. Are you getting, do you feel we've, do we we have the gravity uh, of uh, the situation right now and how big of an event this is? Are you getting a lot of support? So so that's a great question. So the reality is this is the first time that we've commissioned um, a United States Navy vessel in the state of Duluth. So as you recall, we had the USS Minnesota a few years back, which was a submarine that we did um, commissioned her in Norfolk, Virginia. So getting a ship into, you know, the waters of Minnesota or in that in that case, all of the mid in, you know, the inner Midwest, it doesn't happen. And so the fact that we were able to it was a secretary of the Navy decision. I was dozen at the time. So I was able to advocate for it being commissioned here. The Navy League advocated for it to be commissioned here, as did all the political leadership. It is an incredible deal. And that is why we are, I think, why we've got such amazing attendance that's going to be at the event. And it is a spectacular event. And not only that, but just to have a ship named after Minneapolis-St. Paul. When you think about we have less than 300 ships carrying a namesake on the side of that vessel. And so being able to have Minnesota represented this way is phenomenal. So it's very exciting. All right. We'll see if uh, maybe John can work it into his next book or something. Excellent. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. (laughs) All right. Lastly, why don't you give us an idea of where, uh, what's up next for uh, Jody Green? Uh, You're going to be commissioning this, and obviously for the rest of your life, you're going to have ties to the Minneapolis-St. Paul. But uh, for on on a personal level, are you 
doing work now? Are you employed? And uh, where, where are you going to from here? Sure. So thank you for that question. So I am um, principal at Mabus Group. So it's a consulting company and out of Northern Virginia. So we work with businesses, NGOs who are interested in doing work with the Department of the Navy, the Department of Defense, um, and even some other, you know, related business efforts. And so it's just a nice transition to, you know, still very much stay tied to what's going on in national security, but again, sort of not in the middle of that circle. Um, but I always, there's nothing to say that door's not closed for me. If I choose to go back in a different capacity, um, I will have that opportunity. So um, it's one day at a time and and, and uh, see what is next. But for the, for now, I'm really enjoying the transition and, and having being able to spend some time with my family. All right. Well, we wish you the uh, best of luck. Uh, Thank you so much for coming to Northfield, taking a few minutes and being with us. Have a wonderful weekend. Make this, uh, make this, I'm sure you'll make this just a wonderful weekend full of lots of memories. Thank you for that. Thank you for your time. And for everybody who's, who's listening, please go online and look at that ship coming in under the lift bridge in Duluth on Monday. There's great video out there. It is phenomenal. You'll get goosebumps and maybe even tears in your eyes when you see it. So uh, thank you for having me. We'll see if we can post that on our website with this post. Awesome. Thanks again. That is, uh, once again, former Deputy Undersecretary of the United States Navy, Jody Green. We've got uh, one more break to take. We're going to get an update on uh, the traffic. We'll take a look at some statewide news as well. That's coming up uh, along with uh, John Olson, National Security This Week at the top of the hour. The Quarterback Club in Northfield is top-notch for good food served fast. The Quarterback Club always has daily specials that can't be beat. Today, Wednesday, you can choose from one of three specials, a hot turkey commercial with mashed potatoes, gravy, and vegetable, or choose the shrimp dinner or the shrimp basket. The Quarterback Club has the best barbecue ribs, roasted chicken, and flame-broiled burgers in town. Be sure to check them out for breakfast, too, serving Monday through Saturday. Always available for dine-in or take-out. For good food, good service, and good friends, it's the Quarterback Club in Northfield. Come discover why millions of people practice Tai Chi to improve their balance and increase joint health while naturally reducing their chronic pain and inflammation. Bring a friend to Northfield Community Acupuncture in Qigong and notice how you feel before, during, and after. Regular attendance heals. Visit NorthfieldCAQ.com to learn about our grand opening celebration where you could win a grand raffle prize of 10 free acupuncture treatments. Enter in person at Northfield Community Acupuncture in Qigong by May 21st. La Ropa in downtown Northfield is a family-run boutique that carries confident and comfort clothing for every woman. All shapes, sizes, and ages are welcome as La Ropa carries everything from juniors' clothing to plus sizes, all at a reasonable price. Whether you're looking to add a few things to your wardrobe this season or just picking out a few accessories, look no further than this woman-owned business in the heart of downtown Northfield. La Ropa is open Tuesday and Wednesday, 11 to 6, Thursday, 11 to 8, Friday, 11 to 6, 